Welcome to our Meet the Parents podcast, the show where we share stories from everyday life to help with the ups and downs of parenting. We'll have honest conversations as together we grow everyday faith in our homes. Be sure to follow us on your favourite podcast provider or you can watch the video version on YouTube. All show notes and episodes can be found at livingrock.church forward slash meet the parents. I'm Alex. And I'm Lisa. And we're married with three teenage children. Our eldest is 19. Our youngest is 15. And we know that um, all our experiences as parents are different. We're certainly no um, experts. But we want to hear through these podcasts from other families um, about what they've tried, what they've tested, how they've failed, how they've succeeded, just so together we can talk about, chat about and learn together and grow faith in families that love Jesus. So that's what we're here for. Yeah, so today we're going to chat about um, how to pray with your children. It's a really important tool, I yeah, believe. Prayer can be something that is the most natural thing in the world, but um, for others it can be a bit tricky. Mm. And just learning to pray, if you can you yeah. say that, is yeah. just something that, that is just central to our faith in Jesus, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I remember um, one of the times we sat with our children and we, th- we thought we're going to schedule a family prayer time. And uh, we sat down with our children. We booked a date in the diary. We said, we're going to sit down Sunday tea time, seven o'clock. Yeah, we're, we're going to nail it. We're going to nail it. We're all over we it. We had them all sat. Perfect I remember parents. one of them, I won't name any names, sliding off the sofa because yeah. struggles to sit. <laughs> um, another one had a mouthful of food and was not quite finished their tea. And another one of them was just resisting going on their phone. It was just like sat there yeah. like, can I, can I, can yeah. I? We were like, no, so no. there was a, a verse that came to mind. And I think this is very key to any parent trying anything for the first time for themselves or as a parent it was don't despise the day of small beginnings <laughs> so yeah. Zechariah 4.10 but actually I do think that's a powerful verse it is because mm. in everything that we're, we're doing today we're going to be discussing things you may try or you may have a big fail but if you know in your heart that you want to try something yeah. go for it there'll be small beginnings there'll be small gains so just be open to what we're talking yeah. about See where we failed, see where we succeeded, and don't despise, despise the day of small beginnings. <laughs> cool. mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, we'd like to welcome our wonderful guest today, Tim and Holly. It's yes. really Hello. great to have you here. Thank you so much. Here. Can you tell us um, about your children, how old they are, how many you've got? Can Holly? you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, you can remember. So, um, we have three children, eight, five, and three. Cool. Yeah. And can you tell us um, a funny or embarrassing story about your family? Oh, I believe you so have many. probably <laughs> just perhaps one for so today many. if you can share one that doesn't um, embarrass them completely. No, there's there's definitely one that sticks out and um just be careful they you know they they might tune into this in five years. Time. They may tune into this, but it happened when he was very young, so um, <laughs> it wasn't really his fault. But we were um we took our, our young our oldest boy, Noah, on a plane back in two thousand fifteen. So he would have been one years old. Mm. Um and we were flying to France, and we couldn't um, get the right formula, so we had to get some French formula um, for the way home, and that was an experiment that we just should not have done. Um, <laughs> we ran out. We were one bottle short. One I bottle miscalculated. short. miscalculated. <laughs> and um, he, when we took off, he was crying and crying and crying, so we thought, we'll settle him down, we'll give him his bottle, and everything will be fine. Um, we gave him his bottle, and about 15 minutes after we did... Yeah. He was continuing to cry and cry and cry until he puked all over Holly, all over me, oh. all over the chair to the point where in the they're plane. on the plane. You've never in seen, the air. there was so much. So you much think so. how small a little formula yeah. bottle is and yeah. how much came back out. 
It was unreal. <laughs> so much so, the stewardess had to strip the chair, move us chairs, and it when, was And when Tim says strip the chair, yeah. I mean, they it took was a metal frame the entire chair <laughs> oh my of goodness. the airplane away. That there was, was just the metal that the chair was attached up. to. Oh, no it. one enjoyed that flight. No. No. Nobody on the whole plane. <laughs> <No one. laughs> No. It was only just to France. It yeah. was just to France. Just so it was, glad that it wasn't yeah, long yeah. It, was, it was only oh, about yeah. half an hour before we landed, so it wasn't horrific, horrific, but it was pretty unpleasant. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's pretty yeah so that was an embarrassing story. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> A fail, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So moving on to prayer, I bet you probably <laughs> up when you're doing that process. <laughs> yeah. Um, praying. So yeah. prayer is obviously a powerful tool. Um that God gives us to communicate with him. It's just yeah. just wonderful. Um, a two-way conversation, isn't it, between mm. a loving father and his children. Mm. So tell us about, first of all, why you think prayer is important, yeah. personally for you as an individual, mm-hmm. but then also regarding you and your children as well. Yeah. Yeah, so prayer, first and foremost, is just the most incredible thing. Yeah. Uh, we can talk to God. And he listens yeah. and he talks back to us. Like That is just completely life-changing yeah, yeah. for me. Mm. It's completely life-changing for me as a mum. And it is the most incredible thing that I can pass on to my children to teach them that they have that access to yeah. be able to talk to God. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's really important because it connects us with God and helps us to stay focused to him sort of throughout the day. Um, you know, you can quite easily kind of just drift along and not really focus on God, but I think prayer throughout your day uh, really helps to focus on Him and focus on the things that we need as parents. You know, parenting is a really difficult job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't, nobody gives us a book at the start of it and says, <laughs> here's all the answers, um, but we do have them. We have them in God. Yeah. Um, and so prayer is really important kind of for accessing that. Um, yeah. 1, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And praying without ceasing is a tough bar, um, but we can definitely get into the habit of praying several times a day and including God in all aspects of our lives. He's our best friend, so it's not a hardship to pray. It's just chatting with our friend and and finding those answers. And I think I like what you said about it being a habit, Mm. Mm. because you can get in a habit of talking to God, or you can get in a habit of not talking to God or a habit of only talking to God at a set time in the day. And it is, it's, it, it can be a constant conversation, isn't it? They pray without ceasing, isn't it? Pray without ceasing. It's fantastic, Mm. isn't it? And have you got any um, testimonies of times where you have prayed for your children, particularly and had specific answers where, you know, you have prayed and you've seen God respond. I'm sure you've got many, but (laughs) can you share a few with us today? Yeah, Yeah, we've got plenty, but, um, I remember when I was pregnant with my oldest that at my baby shower, people gave me little notes of wisdom um, in a box. And one of them said, God made your child and he knows them better than anyone else in the world. So when you don't know what to do as a parent, ask him because he knows. Um, So I've always tried to do that um, and to parent in that way. So whenever I have anything, I do just cry out to God and say, mm. God, help me, because you know. Brilliant. Well, just say what's um, on the post-it note again. Just just say what they wrote down, the exact um, words. So again. they just um, said, God made your child and he knows them better than anyone else in the world. Yeah. So when you don't know what to do, mm. ask him. 
fantastic. That. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. And we've had like several things that we've had to kind of pray uh, for answers for, with our parenting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest things we've had was with our daughter Martha, um, because she was born with a hole in her heart. Uh, we prayed for God's healing constantly for her, over her and with her as well, mm. um, because she was sort of two or three when it kind of um, really became apparent. Um, and we would, um, and when she was three, they said that she would that, that they would make a decision um, to operate at, at the next sort of yeah. appointment that we had. Um, so we just continued mm. to pray and pray, um, and we did that regularly. Um, and then there was a. Bible week that we were at as well where there was a mm. word brought and we just really claimed that for Martha and um, just really believed that her, she would be healed. Um, yeah. Do you want to finish the story? Yeah, and um, we went to the appointment when she was about three. Up until that point, the doctors had said there was very unlikely mm. any chance that it was going to heal because normally they can see the little flap okay. that would close up, but she, they couldn't find one. So she did literally just have a hole. Um, and we got to her appointment when she was three and they said, oh, it looks like it's got smaller. Um, so, yeah, we think it's healing up. Wow. So, Great. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. Love that. Got to say good. And that's a fantastic sort of testimony that she's got as well in her yeah. life. Yeah. Um, and that's the, one of the great things about it is she kind of holds on to that yeah. and sees that as God being a, a, a God who answers prayer yeah. and who is alive. And, yeah. um, and even I was ill earlier this year and um, Martha recognised... Um, because I had a perforated bowel, so I had a small hole in my bowel. Um, I was very ill in hospital. But Martha said um, she sort of um, recognised that God was a God that heals holes. Yeah. Um, and she kind of holes. brought that and fixes hearts and heals holes. And um, she kind of, that was her testimony. And that's what she kind of used to pray for me, which was brilliant. I love yeah. that. Mm. So she owns her own testimony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now she, she can does. use it to pray for others. That's so yeah. faith building, isn't it? That's good, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, One thing good. that we've had with um, our children when they were younger um, is praying with issues regarding friendships. Yeah. Mm. Um, schools can be a, a difficult place, can't they, with big groups mm. of children. Um, and we've prayed just for God's guidance um, regarding friendships and just how they can choose friends or lose friends mm. in inverted mm. commas yes. yeah. um, and it's been times where we've prayed and we've continued to mm. pray because we haven't necessarily seen an answer straight away mm. but God has always sorted those situations out and um, and that's just been real key just yeah. because yeah. God wants our children to be happy God wants us yeah. to be happy mm. and and we pray from the heart pray mm. in faith and see those those breakthroughs so that's been really yeah. really good fun yeah. praying without minute. giving up because I think some of those weren't like overnight mm. fixes as well no. it oh, was yeah. often having a, a consistent equipping of them mm. so that they kept praying for themselves as well that it yeah. wasn't just us praying with them we would mm. say right now you can mm. pray about that Yeah, and going from there and um, one of my I guess heroes of faith is like Susanna Wesley. <laughs> I just think, you know, she's somebody who was um, mother of mother of Charles and John Wesley, who wrote hymns and mm. just like major influences in their day for faith. And um, she, I love her story because she was a mum of like she had nineteen babies, of which ten lived, and so she mm. had a house with like ten kids in. It. I mean, I, I can't imagine <laughs> that no. myself. I just think, how on earth do you mm. find the time to pray? But I love her creativity and how she felt. Um, it was so powerful um, to pray that she would then just sit in a corner with an apron on her head Mm. to say, this is important enough to me that even in our busy, chaotic lives, I'm going to sit somehow 
She couldn't exactly go away to a quiet place to pray, yeah. as the verse says, but she made a quiet space within her crazy day. And so sorry, she just put a tea towel over her head her to apron. hide away. She'd flap it, I believe, flapped yeah. up her apron and put it over her head. And when she did that, you didn't disturb mum. I mean, oh. <laughs> top tip to mothers out there. Yeah. <laughs> just sit with an apron on your head. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> could, that could mean something else. <laughs> it could mean something else. It could just mean, leave me alone. But uh, she did it as a modelling to her mm. children to say, this is when I'm praying. And she would pray and intercede. And you just see like the fruit in her children mm. to have those young men grow up and be such powerful men of God, I believe was tantamount to a lot of the praying that she invested in her mm. children. She had quite a difficult home life to, to sort out. And I think... Um, it's just really important that we model prayer to our children and say, show them how important it is to us as parents. Yeah, that they, I know in Parenting for Faith, they talk about leaving the door ajar when you have a quiet time so they can mm. see that this is what you do. This is yeah. important mm. to you. Um, so, the, so the Bible says, go into a room and shut the door. <laughs> so they just tweak it slightly. Yeah, yeah. They say, go into a room, quiet place, and just leave it ajar a little bit just so mm. they can see. But yeah. Which is quite I don't nice. have to come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but obviously <laughs> like you know you're praying on your own. Yeah. But, but I like that. Just, but you just show let your child and child see what you're doing yeah but it shows the importance of prayer to you as an Mm, adult mm. and um i just wondered if you had any ways guys that um you might model prayer in your home yeah holly's really good at this thanks (laughs) Um, i absolutely love Susanna wesley she is a big hero Mm. of mine yeah Yeah. and i often do wish that i had introduced the apron early doors to be honest (laughs) i think that would be really good (laughs) yeah um but i have an early morning kind of routine um so I, I do come downstairs every day and spend time with God and I get my coffee and I put candles on and I pray and I read and I often listen to um, either music or I have like Lectio 365 on and the children have just learnt that that is what I do. Um, and I've always, when they've been little, um, and our little still does this now. She'll come and sit on my knee and just mm. listen. And they know that they're allowed to do that, but they have to be quiet because I'm talking to Jesus. Um, so if they're being disruptive, I do say, no, this is mummy's time. Mm. I'm speaking to mm. Jesus right now. So you can sit with me and mm-hmm. cuddle me, but you have to just listen. Um, and then I encourage them to speak to Jesus quietly by themselves Great. as well. Um, but they know, they know that yeah. that's my habit. So I guess that is my apron. That's your apron mm. moment. <laughs> yeah. And again, you've used the word habit. Yeah. yeah. Haven't you? You used it earlier, didn't you, Tim? And you used mm. habit yeah. again. And it's mm. making those habits and teaching the habits, isn't yeah. it? Mm. Mm. Making it part of everyday life. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> um, what ways have you found that work in your family, yeah, bringing prayer into everyday life? Sort of just, is it mainly that? that you're just modelling that or any other ways that you've brought it into sort of day-to-day life as well when, you're, when, you've, when you've prayed together or mm. talked about prayer or... You're very good at this one. Yeah, there's some things that we do <laughs> um, that are kind of habits that we've built into our, um, into our routine um, and there's other areas where we're kind of just praying for things as they come up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both are really important because I think um, the habit um, of prayer helps us just to kind of remember it all the while and, yeah. to, and to do it mm-hmm. all the while. So one of the main things we do in that area is we, we do, so meal times we have simple grace. We don't go for ages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a real simple, but we're remembering God yeah. um, in that moment. <clears throat> and we are um, just also cultivating gratitude as well, yes. which I think is really important because we can, kids can grow up to some extent really entitled if we don't show them gratitude and we don't sort of, mm. uh, demonstrate that to them. Yeah. Recently with that, we've tried to make it 
just a little bit more meaningful. So mm. um, the different children will pray at different times and they do that from their heart. Yeah. Um, but also recently I just bought a book that was 365 mealtime prayers um, yeah, no, and our it. eldest has really mm. enjoyed reading those prayers out because they're yeah. different and they're different angles and yeah. it just gets you thinking about gratitude and about different aspects of God in different ways and that's what we we would like to encourage in them, mm. isn't it? That prayer doesn't have to look the same. It's yeah. just talking and there's loads of different things you can yeah. reach for to pray about. So mm. Love that. The other time that we're kind of really good at um, being sort of habitual is at bedtime mm-hmm. um, and so the girls love a bedtime story so we'll have a bedtime story and then we'll all do prayers together um, and again that's really helpful because the littlest isn't actually that keen on prayer she doesn't really want to do it very often but she sees Martha and Noah um, doing it and how they pray and, and she's kind of learning as we go yeah. um, and it's helpful as well to do those to make those habits at times when you're doing something else so there's yeah. Uh, a writer who wrote a book called Atomic Habits, and he talks about habit stacking. Um, so when you've got other things that you do as a routine, mm-hmm. you can then add like prayer as, a, as an add-on in effect. And you kind sense. of really, it's much easier to build that habit then rather than trying to at 6.30 p.m. every day do a prayer time with your kids as sort of a everybody on the sofa yeah. right now it's like family, family <laughs> prayer time yeah. um, but that can be a lot harder yeah. to kind of cultivate an, an input into your routine yeah we found that um, <laughs> in, instead That's kind true. of putting it alongside something else you're doing yeah. like meal times or bedtime mm. routine or things like that can just make it easier yeah that's a really good shout I like that that's a good um, tip yeah so I think one of the other things that we that we do is we we just pray as and when things come up so it's quite normal in our family for somebody to say, oh, let's just pray about that because mm. something has come up mm. that we're praying for. So one example is that we went to visit Tim's grandma um, a few weeks ago in her care home. And whilst we were there, it was just really apparent that we needed to be praying. Um, mm. And so we did. We just we were like, come on, kids, we're going to pray for great grandma. And all of them like gathered around her and like just prayed with her. Um, that's quite normal, isn't it? It's quite normal that's for the great. kids to wander mm-hmm. into our bedroom and we'll be praying about something and they're like, what are you doing? We're like, we're just praying. We need God to do this. Come and join with great. us. Mm. Um, yeah, that's very normal in our house. But you're creating a culture of yeah. prayer, aren't you? Yeah. Rather than but just being it, yeah. a slot that you fill. Yeah, exactly. It's a lifestyle It's choice, all simple it? yeah, little moments rather yeah. than, like we said, you know, not trying to all mm. yeah. sit down for a prayer meeting. We did learn that. And we yeah. did that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we gave that up as a One of the things is when they've had like um, nightmares, mm. Um, mm. sort of the, our, our response is always like, well, let's pray to Jesus that, you, that he gives you some peace. Mm. Um, and, and I think those sorts of things that um, really will help them to see that prayer is something that changes things yeah. um, and is important to us. And, and um, it's really easy to learn. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of that. Um, so I just, one last thing about praying um more from a mum praying for your children um point of view uh, but last year i read a book called devoted and in that book um tim challies really challenged me uh, the book is is him talking about mums of amazing christian people so mm. susanna oh, wesley I need to read this book. <laughs> yeah it's really good um, and he talks about how the their mums um, how their relationships with their mums has influenced them and who they became and it's like it's amazing 
But in one of the chapters, he said, no one will pray for a person in the same way that a mum will pray for her child. Mm. And I was so challenged because I thought, wow, that is my responsibility. Nobody else is going to do that for my children Mm. like I will. So from that moment on, I have been... I'm praying for for my children but um, what I actually have started doing um, so I pray for them all the time but maybe once a week I specifically write a prayer out for them so I've got a book notebook for each of my children where I write prayers for them so I will write about things that are happening but more often than not I just pray scripture over them and I Mm. write down those prayers for them so they've got a specific record in the future as well mm. of what yeah, that's good. their mum prayed for them at certain points in their life. Mm. Um, wow. So yeah, I thought that's I'd really great. Mm. I love that idea. That, yeah. yeah. Can I say the book? So the book title, if you missed it, was "Devoted" yeah. by Tim Challies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, good. Good book. You can. Uh, that on my wish list yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my kind of book but that's really helpful isn't it just mm. having a record as well of um builds faith doesn't it yeah. the more you hear faith the more you grow in faith so mm. the more we hear as testimonies and stories we want to grow in it um and i love that um prayer is actually we were touching on earlier about that it's a two-way conversation it's not just yeah. us mm. talking to god mm. and mm. us praying for our children it's actually a relationship mm. i love that god sent jesus so that we could have a relationship <laughs> it's yeah. not yes. just a duty that we tick a box once a week mm. but he wants to hit, talk to us Mm. Um, so just kind of moving things to think about how we can help our children listen to God as part of our prayer relationship. Um, one thing we were uh, we use with our children's ministry, and we've started a bit with our children as they're a bit older, is we think about it as like chat and catch, as how we, we can chat to God, but also like you catch a ball, we can mm. catch something and hear something from Him. And this is mm. from the parenting. Yes, yeah, so that's faith. another parenting, parenting faith, faith phrase is a that wonderful, we've used. Wonderful scheme, but yes, yeah, it's from there. But. Um, one thing I found really interesting working with children over the years is that they often think you're going to hear this voice from heaven. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, I didn't hear from God because yeah. they wait for something to be really obvious. Mm. And I think they genuinely expect a voice out loud yeah. and say, well, I didn't hear anything. Um, and I think it's really important, isn't it, how we teach our children how we can receive from God, shall we say, mm. um, in lots of different ways. Sometimes I know when God's speaking to me, I get like a tingling on my skin sometimes mm. or you feel a joy or a peace, mm. don't you? And other times a verse comes to mind or you yeah. get a picture in your mind or sometimes for me I've walked in out in the streets or in the woods and you see something and God speaks to me through a bird mm. singing in a tree or something yeah. really yeah. random and I think it's really important isn't it that we equip our children in how God speaks the different ways he might yeah. speak to us mm. using our bodies and senses and, and that's why they call it chat and catch because you're not sort of you are listening to God yeah but you're just catching things from him yes mm. you're receiving yes. from him and it, it is listening, but you're listening yeah. with your spirit. Mm. And we're not listening with our ears, are no, we? So it's, it's like it's geared a on all posture that, it? of receiving, isn't yeah. it? It's not just like, mm. you, like when you catch a ball, you put your hands out to receive as if you're waiting for yeah. something. And I think just mentally, it's like that picture, isn't it? So have you got any ways that you've helped your children hear from God and receive from him as part of that prayer relationship? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a really interesting question. Obviously, I, I kind of do hot rock leading as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, and whenever you ask that in hot rock, um, you know, you get a, a range of different sort mm. of perspectives yeah. as to whether they've heard God or not. Um, and, you know, you can ask ask them, and oh, I did one time. Or um, There's not many kids that kind of think that they do it regularly, mm. um, but I think a lot of them do. <laughs> um, but, I mean, firstly, I think the, the 
the first thing is really to encourage them that they can hear God mm. um, and just encourage that idea in them mm. um, and just let them know that they can hear God and that, you know, God's as interested in speaking to them as yeah. me or Holly or mm. um, the leaders at the front of church yeah. or, you know, whoever else it is. Um, and we make room for them to listen to God if we can. Um, Holly, do you want to... Yeah, uh, so we often say, um, like, if... The, if the children can't sleep or if they've had a nightmare, um, I often say, well, just talk to Jesus then. Just lie there and take this opportunity to speak to him. And um, I think some of our children are better at that than others. Mm. But (laughs) we always encourage them um, to do that. And also, same in the mornings, you know, when I'm having my time, I do say to them, well, you can go and ask Jesus to speak to you and you can, you know, have that time with him. So... We do, mm. we do try. I'm trying to encourage that a little bit more as they're getting older. Obviously, mm. really young ones, it's, yeah. you know, they're, they're going to struggle to do that by themselves. But one, Yeah, um, one thing that does come up with the chat and catch as well, which I don't know if you've, you've, we've talked to you about, even, but, <laughs> but it, we, we've talked about it in Hot Rock a little bit, was that if your child has received something, yeah. a sense, a feeling, a word, a phrase, a verse, anything, and then they kind of go, what does it mean? Us as parents, we can chip in mm. and interpret it immediately for them, yeah. which isn't necessarily a good thing. Mm. Because if they don't quite understand why God said said it, then rather than being the interpreter, send them to the interpreter, which is yeah. the Holy Spirit, mm. and say, go back and ask him. Yeah. And obviously a day mm. or two later... Mm. If they haven't got an answer, then go, oh, you know, that thing you were talking to God about and you, mm. you wanted a bit more information. Did you get any more information? And you can help them like yeah. a day later. Mm. But I just found that as part of the Parenting for Faith course was so powerful. We we want to, they get a snippet and then we just over uh, can can speak yeah. over it. <laughs> mm. But say, well, you've got a snippet. Now just go and get a bit more. Mm. And then you're encouraging that relationship. Yeah. So, um, so that's one thing that I just think is brilliant. We had a, um, I, I'm just thinking of an example of that, which was one of our children came out of uh, Hot Rock and told me that um, God had showed her the Easter bunny. Okay. And I just immediately was like, everything what in me was thinking, my children? Okay, that wasn't God. <laughs> been doing but, Hot Rock this week. <laughs> but then I felt really challenged because you, Tim, saw something in that and like what god could be speaking to um her about but i just was like oh no idea so i just said oh i'm not sure maybe go back to god and see what he was saying to to you um and that's kind of always my yeah go to you know mm-hmm. just go back to god <laughs> ask yeah. him again yeah have another chat <laughs> yeah. like you've got i think that's an important thing about in- interpreting what we hear from god as well mm-hmm. though as adults I-, I know a lot of adults that when they get something from god they can often put their own spin or interpretation on it. Mm. Um, and I think uh, sometimes it's a better practice for us to go back to God mm. and say, what do you mean by that God? Or, and kind mm. of not always jump to our own conclusion mm. about what we think it is. Yeah, Because um, mm. I think that can be tempting at times. But yeah. I suppose I'm thinking as well about if we're hearing from God, we're thinking actually we've got prophets here. Mm. There's no reason why a five-year-old can't bring a prophetic word from Definitely. God yeah. to mm. the church. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. And, and we should, as, as parents, as children's leaders, should never 
Mm. Just, you know, reduce the children mm. and constantly be saying there's absolutely no reason why you can't bring a word. Mm. And, you know, it's the Timothy verse, isn't it? Don't mm. let anyone look mm. down on you because yeah. you're young. Yeah. Mm. And for us to sort of look at a child and think, okay, if the Holy Spirit is on that mm. child, there's that they can bring a word that will just change. Yeah. And, and to be challenging our children mm. that you can change your life with, with mm. as you bring something from God. Yeah, and they can change our lives as, yeah. as families as well. Mm, you know, absolutely. they can speak into our family. Mm. Yeah. Um, in and there's no, there's no, um, uh, th- there's no sort of restriction on them doing that. You know, mm. and and we kind of, to some extent, could would do well to. And it's something that you know, I I could definitely do a lot better on, um, which is to kind of look to them for answers in situations yeah. and look to them to be the mouthpiece of God because mm. He can use anybody. That's um, right. And mm. that's kind of a an opportunity for them to, to operate in the family household as um, the, the prophetic voice into it. There's, there's no reason why that mm. can't happen. No, that's right. We've done it between siblings as well. And I know when, like you were saying with, you know, Martha praying for you, Tim, when you were poorly mm. because of her testimony. And I think when we've had situations with the children where somebody's had a revelation of something, it's like, well, would mm. you pray for this? Because your faith is going to be so much higher mm. in this than mine. So mm. yeah. actually, you know, ministering to one another is mm. also something we can it's do great. in families that's slightly different to other yeah. places, isn't it? Yeah. Is there any other sort of uh, um, testimonies you've had from when you've heard from God or your children have heard from God and uh, how that sort of panned out? Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> we, we have loads. <laughs> oh, we, we, we kind of make it sound like we're perfect at this, but we definitely aren't, no, just to be not. clear. No. It's a journey for everybody, isn't it? <laughs> we are, we yeah. are definitely working towards, um, you know, being great at prayer with our family. But we, yeah. you know, we there's things we do well um, and there's things we can all kind of get yeah. better at. But There sure. is also times when our children just go, no, we don't want to pray. Yeah. And, yeah. and you have to recognise it's not a time to push it then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. don't even no, go there. Yeah. Um, so our five-year-old in, in kids' work um, did an exercise in Hot Rock uh, where she imagined Jesus behind a door. I know mm-hmm. this is something you've encouraged yeah. her to do. And um, when she did, um, she said she saw Jesus holding a sign that said, I love you. Mm. Um, and it can be as simple as that. You know, hearing from God doesn't have to be big or complex. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be like a pharisaic prayer um, mm. on the street corner. You know, it can just be something simple. Um, where God really speaks to them as an individual. And I think that's mm. really important for them, yeah. um, just to kind of start the practice of hearing from God. Yeah, and our um, biggest, I think, uh, again, in Hot Rock, see, they seem to hear, you give them lots of room, <laughs> it's great. Um, but our biggest heard Jesus tell him that somebody in Hot Rock was worried, um, and he shared that, and then somebody said that they, they were, and he prayed with them um, to have peace. So, yeah. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. I also loved that on Sunday, Will brought the um, that word from the front about God loves us unconditionally and he's got his arms yeah. wrapped around us. Oh, you mm. guys weren't around, were you? We were. No, we were. Yeah. Yeah. Nice weekend away, <laughs> child-free weekend away. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did it go? Was it good? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Will brought this amazing word from the front about the Father heart of God and how God has got his arms wrapped around us mm. while he brought the word he was holding his son mm. who was mm. just totally yeah. wrapped around him. So mm. he brought the word yeah. showing about the father heart of God. But that was family, yeah. father mm. and son, yeah. Yeah. bringing the word together. I'm yeah. not sure what he said, just 
hold on tight and yeah, show yeah, me. Yeah. But but they were both ministering together. Yes. Mm. And that was powerful. It was really powerful. Because yeah, as great. he was praying and bringing the word to the church, the father and son were mm. just in an embrace. And he was obviously hanging around his neck because he was so sure. <laughs> yeah. But it was just beautiful. But, really but ministering together, and that's yeah. like a training yeah. up as well. So that was yeah. a you know, really powerful word, yeah. prophetic word for the church, which was, which yeah. was great. It was. Mm. It's really good. Yeah. I think... One of the challenges for children often is knowing when it is God speaking and not just their yeah. imagination. And I think they can dismiss quite quickly or, oh, I, I just thought of it. It's just my head, you know. And mm. they, so I think often they won't verbalize often what's been going on inside because they yeah. think it's the wrong thing or it's not mm. the sort of thing. How do we help children navigate that where they feel like God hasn't spoken or they don't know if it's him or mm. if it's just their imagination? Have you got any experience? Of yeah, <laughs> we, we've like got that? a bit of experience, definitely. Um, as with any of us, it's about learning to hear his voice, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think that's uh, one of the main things is that kind of you get a sense um, of when it's God and, and when it's not. And mm. and at times we're, when we're really emotionally involve, involved, and sometimes we need to go and ask somebody else to help us out yeah. with working out if that's um, God or not. Um, because sometimes we want it to be a certain answer and you kind of just have to be a little bit aware of that. Um, but yeah, getting to know God's God's voice is kind of one big key. Yeah, and we often, like we've said, we often just talk to them about what Jesus has said to them. And I think we try and model to them what it's like to discern. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this kind of happens through conversation at this point, really. And just saying, you know, is 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 what God has said to you in line with God's word? Let's look yeah. at the word together and see if it lines up and... So that could look like us saying, you know, can you think of a place in the Bible where God says that to somebody? Or um, it could be me saying that reminds me of where mm. God says this in yeah. the Bible. Um, yeah. So just lots through conversation, really. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. And I think sometimes it's knowing who, who God is, isn't it? Mm. The type of thing you say. He wouldn't say something that was unkind. He wouldn't exactly. say something that would yeah. um, put somebody in a difficult situation or put them in mm. danger. Or, you know, and I think it's helping them to navigate that, knowing yeah. the shepherd's mm. voice, like you were saying, Tim, and yeah. knowing the kind of things he says. Mm. I love that about referencing back to the stories and looking at, because sometimes the Bible stories can seem like just a nice story we've looked at, but it brings mm. them to life yeah. when you look mm, at them yeah. in a setting that responds to a, a prayer, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And if, if somebody says to you, oh, I don't hear from God, mm. I can pray mm-hmm. to God, mm. but I don't hear from God. And I think this, as we talk about this this kind of final point, it's helping adults as well as children mm. because some adults yeah. can struggle with that as yeah. well. Yeah. So if somebody yeah. was saying to you, oh, I don't hear from God. Mm. You know, doesn't what would, yeah, he doesn't speak to me. Yeah, he doesn't speak to me. And that could come from a position of of where they're at or issues yeah. that they've got in their life or... <laughs> Or whatever you know, and, and overcoming some different mm. things. What would you say there? Mm. Um, <laughs> it's it's funny because quite a lot of people do say it. Yeah, um, quite a lot of people say, "Oh, God's not, God's not really talking to me at the minute," and um, mm. and I try and try and hide my inner smile um, because I know that it's not true. Mm. And so, kind of my my initial reaction is kind of almost a smile about the fact that um, God is trying to talk to you, um, and all you need to do is kind of. Um, listen yeah. and uh, and be a bit humble about it yeah. um but you know knowing that god is your loving father um and that he wants to speak to you and he wants to help you is mm. sort of the first starting place um yeah he's a speaking god he's constantly speaking um and all we kind of have to do is is tune in yeah. um and listen and i think that um 
I think to some extent, especially with adults, it, it, it's a little bit about their value and they feel like they've not got much value to God at mm -hmm. times um, or that they kind of are harboring some um, insecurity and, and some lack of self-value that um, just is not true. You know, God really values us. Um, he really values speaking into our lives and he really values where we're at and what we're going through. Um, and so he, you know, he definitely wants to speak to us and we can all definitely hear from him. Yeah, that's very powerful, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and this is something that one of our children regularly says. Um, so we've came up, come up with quite a few answers <laughs> um, over, the, over time. But um, the main thing that I do is encourage them that God does want to speak to them, um, like Tim just said, and we encourage them to keep listening and not to close themselves off because I think that can be what we, we do. Yeah. We say, oh, God doesn't want to speak to me. So then we just don't listen. Mm. Um, so I often say, well, if you can't, if you feel like you can't hear God, go and read your, your Bible because that is God's word to you. Um, so I always encourage them to start there. Um, and we off, offer to read the Bible to them as well. Um, we, we, you know, we'll do that with them. Um and then I just heard this uh, little phrase the other day um, from Bill Johnson. And he just said, when God's quiet, it's probably because he's already spoken on the matter. Mm, and that really um, just reminded me of sometimes we can ask and ask. And actually mm. God has already spoken really clearly to us on the matter. And actually what we need to do is hold on to what he's already mm. said and to repeat that back to him. Mm. Um, there's power in, in like proclamation, isn't there? Yep. In declaring what God has said to us. Yeah. Um, so often if um, we've, you know, we've read a verse together and m my child is saying, God's not speaking to me. I'm like, well, hang on a minute. What, what did he say at breakfast? Like mm. we read this verse together today. And that's God's word for you today. Yeah. Um, take that and think about that, you know. And mm. as you dwell on those sorts of things, you hear more, don't mm. you? That's true. Um, so, I think yeah. there's faith in this as well, isn't there? Mm. God's not, God doesn't talk to me isn't exercising our faith. It's yeah. not growing mm. our faith, is it? Yeah. That's like a shutdown of faith. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, faith is more than just positive thinking because you can mm. say like, God hasn't spoken to me yet, but that can be positive thinking. But actually we're, at, we're putting our faith into practice. Yeah. Mm. And if we're going through a rough patch, if God isn't speaking to us or we haven't learned to discern his voice, you know, we can start every prayer saying, God, I believe you are a speaking God. Mm. God, I believe I can hear you clearly. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I want to hear you clearly. Mm. Help me to hear you clearly. And if mm. we, you know, if we pray prayers like that, and I've had breakthroughs yeah. like that in the past, where um, you pray for something, your know, faith is praying for something that isn't yet as if it is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's calling yeah. the future into mm. present. So, yeah. so that in our prayer life, we can be, we can be praying in faith. Mm. But also we can pray in faith that we'll be able to hear more clearly. Mm. You know, mm. So it's, it's using our faith, isn't it? And calling, yeah. calling what we need to happen 
yeah. into the present, isn't it? Calling mm. the future into the present. Yeah, and it, it's it's not a sin to to struggle. No. Yeah. Um, you know, a famous parent in the Bible said to Jesus, "Help me in my unbelief." Yeah. Um, and I think that we can we can definitely say that it is part of exercising faith is to say, Lord, help me yeah. in mm. my unbelief. Help me in my mm. lack of hearing you. Mm. Um, you know, that's yeah. a really valid response when we feel like God um, isn't speaking yeah. or whether mm. we're looking for an answer, searching and searching, and the door doesn't seem to be opening. Mm. Mm. We can just be honest. We can be. We can just say, Lord, help me in my lack of hearing. Yeah. Help Amen. me in my lack that's of seeing. Good. Um, and you know he's a he's a graceful God, a gracious God who yeah. will um, come close as we draw near to Him. That's right. That's so good, isn't it? Yeah. I think just to close, we could chat for ages with all these testimonies <laughs> and faith building stories. Can we? But um, can we just summarise potentially three key things that you would mm. give a parent to take away thinking about how to pray with their children? What would be your three takeaway points? Yeah, definitely. Child? First and foremost, it'd be prayer simple. Yeah. Um, so keep good. it simple and keep it short as yeah. you learn to pray together. I think we can kind of over, over, <laughs> um, sort of try to do it really big. Yeah. But actually, if we keep it short and simple, it's probably going to be a lot more achievable. Yeah. Very good. Keep it real. You can do number two as well. Um, and <laughs> look for and create opportunities. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing is, yes. you know, prayer's a great response. There's always opportunities around us all the while to pray about different things um, and just kind of keep our eyes open and yeah. look for those opportunities. See it in everyday life, yeah. Mm. Love yeah. That. yeah. Uh, number three, our third tip would be, if you don't know where to start, find a resource to help you. Yeah. Maybe buy a prayer book and read mm. it together. Um, How to Pray by Pete Gregg is brilliant. And there is a kid's version, yes. which is amazing too. The Hot Rock children have a Hot Rock journal. Yeah, We gave them out the parenting <laughs> sessions. Yes. So if, you, if you've put your Hot Rock journal down somewhere and you want to find it again, there's some prayer tips in there. Yeah, Um Lectio 365 app mm. is absolutely brilliant. Um, the adult version is great, but there's also a family version, which is really, really helpful and guides you through <coughs> a prayer time. So, yeah, yeah, find a resource. And I know you said three, but... No, you can have four. <laughs> uh, point number four is have fun. Yeah, Show true. your kids that prayer isn't stuffy. Yeah. Prayer is just at the end of the day talking to Jesus and yeah. that is something to be enjoyed mm. together just like you would with a friend yeah mm. <laughs> it's yeah. a relationship isn't it that's so much in there thank you so much really thank appreciated you. you sharing some of your stories and encouraging us today thank mm. you it's been it's been wonderful thank you very yeah, much really wonderful wonderful so thank you so much for watching today um, please like um, if you have the ability to like and whatever medium you're watching please like it and share it as well we love other people finding out about these podcasts if you know somebody that can be blessed by listening to one or these other podcasts look at the other titles please do share and that can be your ministry you can even pray about it and God might put somebody <laughs> on your mind that can uh, that you can so share sorry. it to so please Light do that it. And um, and and also, we our prayer for you is that if you know you want to make a breakthrough in your prayer life and um, with your children, that we pray that 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 will happen as you exercise yeah. faith, as you take a small step, God will meet you as you take those steps of faith. So that's our prayer for you as well. So yeah. thank you so much for watching, and um, see you on another episode. Thank you guys. Thank you.